Hi, it's Jim here and welcome back to my podcast, The One Year Millionaire. So uh, I'm just going to share with you, pretty, you know, just to be really upfront here and, and give the secret away right at the beginning. So rather than <clears throat> holding back and giving you little bits here and there, I'm just going to tell you how, how on earth can anyone make $1 million in one year, okay, in 12 months. So, you know, if, if somebody told me that that was possible before I did it, I would just find it really hard to believe, and that's part of the, um, you know, my upbringing and your upbringing and the conditioning uh, that you know we've been we've been brought up with, so that we believe certain things based on our parents, our family, and our friends, and, and the media, and so on. So we, we are conditioned from a very early age um, to believe that making a million pounds or a million dollars is is either going to take you a very long time. Or you need to get lucky, like winning the lottery or something, so people can they can grab that concept. Or you need to be, you know, a crook. You know, you've got to rob a bank or something. That's basically what people believe, whether we admit it or not. That's going on in our subconscious. So I think the the, the step one um, of being able to achieve a million in the first twelve months or the next twelve months is really believing it's possible. Okay, now. Uh, how are you going to believe it? Just for, just by me telling you, I don't think so. So I'm, I'm going to I'm just going to share three secrets of how to do it, and um, hopefully this will get you thinking on us on the terms of well, you know what? Maybe maybe this is possible. Maybe it's not as far fetched as I thought it was going to be. So step one, really, and th- this is critical for anything that you do in business. Um, Step one is you need to start building a list, okay? You need to start building a list, um, not only on social media, but also emails <clears throat> and ideally uh, postal as well, getting people's actual addresses. You build that list and you communicate with them on a regular basis. So that's emails, social media stuff, <clears throat> and it could be a monthly newsletter into the post, which I thoroughly recommend. Um, so building that list is critical. Okay, once you build that relationship and you're giving good value to that list and you're giving good content and you're not just trying to sell stuff to them all the time, you're actually building a relationship and sharing stuff, then what you can then do, you can start to make an offer to that list. And if you're going to make any kind of offer, if you're going to sell a product, here's how you will not become a millionaire in a year or 10 years. If you're just selling somebody one product and then moving on to the next customer, it's not going to work. So any product or any offer you give the customers, it must be one or two things, uh, probably ideally both. It needs to be either a monthly subscription, okay? This is why software companies do so well. This is why landlords um, are, are generally do very well, become very rich because they get one tenant in and then that tenant pays them every month. So you need, if you've got one customer, you need that customer to be paying you every single month. Subscriptions, memberships, warranties, whatever it is, um, <clears throat> whatever it is you can do to get people paying every month. It's essential. You cannot make a million dollars without it. Okay, the second thing you're going to need to offer is a high ticket item like 10, 20, 30, 50, or $100,000. And that would generally be something like a, a high-level coaching program. Now, again, if somebody's built a relationship with you and they're buying a product from you on a monthly basis, um, a percentage of those customers will be in a position and will be able and willing to give you twenty five, fifty thousand, 50000 or $100,000 if the right offer is there. So it's really a lot to do with the offer. <clears throat> and... Um, 
and that that's really that's really what it's all about. If if you've if you've got list building, um, if you if you're building a relationship with your customers, you're you're making an offer that they're going to join. You'll become a subscriber on a monthly basis, and also you've got high end tickets at the at the back end. Um, <clears throat> what I will I will share this with you, right? Uh, I actually made um, four hundred and fifty thousand dollars, right, um, from one email. <clears throat> so I sent an email to my list, and I made four hundred fifty thousand dollars. It took a few phone calls, and um, you know, a couple of phone calls to each customer, um, but I did. I sold over twenty units, and it was a high ticket item as well. Um, so it was just over twenty thousand dollars per per unit. Um, I'm going to talk about that in more detail on the next uh, episode. And then I'll I'll basically show you exactly how I did it. But the basics of fundamentals are there. And that is build up a list, get people to pay every month, offer some kind of high-ticket item, which is in the $20,000 range. And and that's how you do it, because you do not need that many people. You know, if you're selling $20,000 or $25,000 products, you do not need that many people, that many customers to make a million. So I hope maybe that just gets you thinking a little bit in terms of it's not far-fetched. Um, I've actually done it twice. I made money. I made a million. Lost a million. I, I didn't buy. I didn't lose it in terms of. I didn't squander it. You know. Um, I remember the famous quote by um, the late great footballer George Best when um, he was talking about. You know, he had a ten million pounds fortune, and um, somebody asked him, "Says, you know, what did you do with the money?" He said, "Well, I spent eight million on <laughs> on hookers, drugs, and booze." And the rest are just squandered. <laughs> right? so, okay, I don't know if that figure was correct, but it's something like that. Uh, so I didn't really squander. I just tried to kind of reinvest it, and I just, I just made bad decisions. Um, things just didn't come off. I was trying to do too many things at the one time. Um, we, we, you know, just a few little bits and pieces where before I knew it, uh, I take oh, I took on lots of staff as well. I had fifteen staff at one point. And it was just burning cash for no good reason, you know, with the goal or the, the belief, you know, the false belief that I was actually growing the company. What I was actually doing is building a, a bigger company with more staff that was actually losing money. So the money disappeared very quickly. I learned my lessons. Um, I hit the reset button and I did it again. So I didn't actually end up completely broke. I probably ended up with about $5,000 in the bank. Um, and then I had to really hit that reset button again. So, and, and it's not been an easy journey, I have to say. It's been up and down. But essentially, um, I'm not here to tell you that it's easy. All I'm trying to tell you is there is a way of doing it. There is a strategy. Um, I've given you a bit of an insight to that strategy, but it's really a lot to do with belief. You know, if you believe you can do this and you, you've got the determination and the patience to learn the skills how to do it, then um, it's very much possible. So anyway, thanks very much for um, letting me rabble on and um, I'll see you on the next episode. Hi, it's Jim here again and welcome to my podcast, The One Year Millionaire. So today I just want to share a big um, selling secret um, there's lots of really good books out there. I personally recommend Dan Kennedy's No BS Books. Um, there are a few others. You can learn everything you need to know about selling. Um, and uh, if you're in any kind of business, you know, it's very, very useful and very important to, to know how to sell. But let me let me just share a, a big secret, right? This is a really, really big one. So 
Um, a number of years ago, um, I mean, I've, by the way, I've done lots of sailing courses. I've, I used to sell door to door. I used to sell dishcloths and dusters round the doors. Um, I used to sell encyclopedias. Um, I sold just about everything uh, and I became very good at it. I used to sell telex machines, believe it or not. Um, if you remember what those things are, I'll talk about them in, in another podcast. Um, but so I've got a lot of experience in selling. I've sold over the phone. I've sold $50,000, $20,000 programs and coaching programs and so on. I've sold franchises. Um, and um, so a number of years ago, I was speaking to a sales guy and he said to me, and this is a common question from salespeople. He said, what, what's your spiel, Right. In other words, what he was meaning is, what is your pre-rehearsed, you know, spiel or speech, whatever you want to call it, that you say to your prospects? Okay, now this, by the way, this guy was selling insurance and I knew where he was going with it. So I said, well, I'll tell you what, before I, I give you mine, you give me your spiel, right? And then this guy just started blabbing all about who he was what his company was, what his company did, you know, why they're the best company in the world. They've been around for 50 years, you know, underwriting insurance for all these, you know, all over the world, blah, 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 blah. And then he stopped. <clears throat> and I said, okay. Um, he said, right, what's yours then? I said, okay, are you ready? He said, yep. I said, right, here's my spiel. How can I help you? And he was like, what? <laughs> I said, that's it. How can I help you? I said, the worst thing you can do when you're trying to sell something is start talking about yourself, the product, or the company. What you need to do is quite simply is just ask, what, you know, how can you help? How can you help someone? Ask them what they want, ask them what they're looking for, find out what the problems are, and then you can deliver your solution to match exactly their problems. It's really that simple. But here's, here's, here's something else that nobody really talks about. You do not have to be that good a salesperson right if you do your marketing properly and this is something i realize if my targeting if i've got the right message to the right market uh, through the right media at the right time and i'm bringing in interested prospects who are interested in what i have to offer right now then selling's easy it really is how can i help you what is it you're looking for what problems do you have what challenges do you have that i can help you with and then you can just offer it and then of course you might want to learn some closing tactics um, because if people say they want to think about it or, you know, they want to speak to the wife, then you, you kind of got to know how to deal with that and close the sale, don't let people off the hook. So anyway, there, there are a lot of little tactics you can learn. But in terms of if you do your marketing properly, selling's very easy. And there's no such thing as a spiel. That's a very old fashioned concept and it doesn't work. Insurance people use it all the time. That's why most people hate insurance salesmen. <laughs> and um, that's why most insurance salesmen struggle. So if ever you're in a situation um, to speak to somebody, um, build rapport, ask them how you can help them and just listen, you know, sit back and listen, listen intently, ask more probing questions, take notes. And that's how you can become a fantastic salesperson by actually not being a very good salesperson at all. Um, so the another thing that we used to do, because as I told you, I sold everything. When we were selling, we, we never presented ourselves as salespeople. We didn't look like salespeople. We didn't call ourselves salespeople. Nobody likes salespeople. Nobody likes being sold to. So you don't want to approach anybody as if you're in sales. You're, you're a consultant, you're an advisor, you're a coach. You're not a salesperson. Um, and even back in the day when we were 
we were selling telex machines to very large corporations, you know, like uh, like Bank of China and the Royal Bank of Scotland and some of the big oil companies and the, some of the biggest companies in the world. We, were, we, we would approach them, in London mainly. And they, at that time, they were the only people using telex machines, which was a, basically the first form of electronic communication before fax and email. Um, and a lot of the big companies used it because it was very reliable and very secure. So we would approach them to sell them a new Telex machine. Um, and I'll talk about this in the next podcast because it does take a bit of detail. But quite simply, when we went there, we didn't show up with a briefcase in the suit, you know, the stripy suit, the briefcase with the big, <laughs> you know, a big hat on, says I'm a salesperson. We actually used to wear a blue shirt, right, with a badge over the pocket. And um, we used to walk in as if we had a toolkit, right? Not a briefcase. And in the toolkit was the um, the contract that they were going to sign. But we walked in there looking like an engineer, not a salesperson. Well, guess what? We sold hundreds of these machines because we went as a we went in as a trusted advisor. We went in there as a welcome guest, not a pest. Okay. So and so we, we inspected the machine, we told them what they need, they told us what they needed, and we just said, there you go, there's a solution, sign here. If we'd have gotten in the salespeople, you know, we'd probably not even get in the door, and there would have been a lot of resistance. But, you know, going in as an engineer, look, we didn't say we were engineers, we just looked like engineers. Um, their their defences were down, we had a nice conversation, we delivered a product and a solution for them, they were happy, we were happy, everybody's happy, job done. So anyway, there you go. The whole point of selling or being a great salesperson is actually not to sell and not to look like a salesperson. <laughs> so <laughs> that's it. Anyway, I look forward to your comments and feedback to see if anybody, um, anybody's got some good sales stories out there. And uh, that's all for now. I'll see you on the next episode. Hi, it's Jim here again. Welcome to my podcast, The One Year Millionaire, where I'm going to show you how you can make a million dollars in 12 months and how you can make more money in the next 12 months than you've made in the past 12 years. So thanks again for coming back. Um, So yesterday I mentioned a little bit about selling and how we used to sell telex machines. Telex machines were the pretty much the first electronic communication uh, devices that people would use to to send uh, text messages um, on a screen. So um, it was a. It, this was before fax and email, and it was really the only way where you could send an instant message to somebody. You needed a big telex machine, and they needed a big telex machine in order to communicate with each other. But just for a, a period of time, just before the market changed, uh, that's what we did. I mean, we were when I say we we came in at the end of this this market. It was really the very, very end. So we got about three years out of it before it. Fax and email, you know, completely replaced telex. But for a while, it was a very, very niche business. Uh, we, we were only one of two companies in the industry in the UK. And uh, we made an absolute fortune just before 2000. Um, there was a big, uh, a big panic where people thought when the year 2000 hit, all the computers were going to stop working, planes were going to fall out the sky and so on. So we basically cleaned up by selling these uh, telex machines um, or upgrading them, I should say. But anyway, so the, 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 the point of this story is um, when you're doing any kind of marketing, if you've got an online business, uh, the secret of success um, is to have get the right message to the right market 
through the right media at the right time. Okay, so you've got to the right message that's going to grab somebody's attention. You've got to be targeting the right market. You've got to be using the right media. Media could be, you know, Google, Facebook, fax or whatever, and email. Um, or in our case, it was TLX. So, right message to the right market through the right media at the right time. In other words, when people are actually looking for something or people need a particular product. Now, what we did, what, what I did not realise at the time, we actually had the most perfect match. So if you can match those perfectly, you'll make a lot of money and everything will be nice and easy. Okay, if, if, you're not, if something's not working, it's probably the wrong message to the wrong market and probably at the wrong time. The media's really not the most important part in this whole thing. But what we, so what I did realise is we had almost the most perfect, it must have been the most perfect message to market match um, that I've ever come across. So, and the reason being is we were we were offering to upgrade people's telex machines for free, right? They were already paying money to British Telecom, which was, uh, you know, the big telecoms provider at the time, the only provider at the time. Um, we were just saying, look, we'll upgrade, you'll take away your old one, we will upgrade your new one, it won't cost you a penny more. Uh, the only difference is you'll be paying us £500 a month rather than um, British Telecom, or sorry, it was £500 a quarter every three months. Anyway, so that was our message and that was our offer. And um, how did we contact these customers? Well, we sent them a telex. <laughs> we had a telex machine. We sent a telex message to hundreds of companies all over the UK. The, the, the only few hundred companies that were left that were still using telex, such as oil companies and banks and shipping companies and stuff like that. And um, so we sent a telex to people with an old telex machine, offering to give them a new telex machine for free. Um, and they needed it because the timing was spot on because it was just before the year 2000 when people thought all the computers and you know were going to crash and the world was going to end. So the timing was perfect. The message was perfect. The target market was perfect because it was people with telex machines. And the media was telex. You know, we sent telexes. It's incredible. The most perfect message to market match with the right media at the right time um, I've ever seen. And I, looking back on it, I wish I knew that because I would have made a lot more money. I would have been targeting every telex company in the planet, not just in the UK. <laughs> I would have probably made billions um, had, I, had I been switched on to. Um, but anyway, there you go. That That's really the, the most important lesson. Um, if you're looking for more more stuff about this I'm probably going to put, put it on my YouTube channel I'm going to show you some diagrams just to kind of really reinforce that message to market match it's just it's a really important part of it's a really important fundamental um, you know your rule or law if you like in terms of marketing whether you're doing online or offline whether you were marketing 50 years ago 100 years ago or you're doing it right now it still applies it's exactly the same nothing's changed um, so yeah there you go guys and girls and uh, I hope you enjoyed this podcast I will see you again tomorrow and I look forward to your comments bye for now